from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's October 19th. Members of the military attacked the National Palace in Guatemala on this day in 1944 during the Guatemalan Revolution. This revolution had started earlier in 1944 as students and young military officers rose up against President Jorge Ubico. He had been elected president in 1931, and his early presidency had included a campaign against government corruption, improvements to public health, an overhaul of Guatemala's infrastructure, and helping to stabilize the country's economy. But by 1944, he had gotten rid of all political opposition, and he was governing as a military dictator. His policies had also increasingly favored elite landowners and corporations, especially the U.S.-based United Fruit Company, which owned a lot of the arable land in Guatemala but wasn't actually using most of that land, meaning it wasn't available for anyone else to use either. He had also implemented things like Decree 1816, which exempted landowners from prosecution if they used violence to defend their land up to and including murdering someone. 
He had also abolished a series of forced labor laws, but then replaced them with vagrancy laws that were very similar, and these really amounted to indentured servitude. In a lot of cases, the so-called vagrants who were being forced to work were from Guatemala's Maya peoples. Ubico also developed close ties with the United States, and the United States was providing Guatemala with armaments and with favorable tariff terms. This whole situation, though, was not unique at all to Guatemala. Other nations in Central America had very similarly unyielding dictators in control with similar social and economic effects, similar reliance on one food crop for most of the economy, similar connections to the United States and United States-based business interests. And one dictator, Maximiliano Hernandez Martinez, was overthrown in neighboring El Salvador in 1944. This overthrow became an inspiration for a similar campaign against Ubico in Guatemala, not just inspiring the students and other young people to rise up, but also inspiring in Ubico a fear that the same thing might happen to him. So he cracked down on civil liberties. He put people who were loyal to him in charge of the university. He basically tried to do what he could to ensure his own power. This had the opposite effect of what he wanted. A series of protests followed with students at San Carlos University petitioning for changes to the university teaching staff and other reforms. Lawyers were petitioning for biased judges to be removed from the bench. Teachers were demonstrating for pay increases. And all these initial demonstrations were nonviolent. They included things like boycotts and strikes. The Guatemalan government responded to all this by deploying tanks and troops and using tear gas on the demonstrators, placing the capital under martial law. But the demonstrations spread, even as the government was placing participants under surveillance and deporting foreign supporters of the movement. Finally, at the end of June, tens of thousands of demonstrators were gathered at the capital, and Obico's support was really eroding. He resigned on July 1st, 1944, and placed the government under the control of a military triumvirate. Although he allegedly remained in charge, the National Assembly elected one of the triumvirate, General Frederico Ponce Vidas, president. He promised that a free election was going to follow, but by October, it was obvious that it just was not going to happen, and Guatemala was sliding farther and farther away from democracy. The protests continued. Students and teachers called for a general strike on October 16th. Students and members of the military began taking control of the capital on October 18th. There was an attack on the National Palace by members of the military, as I said at the top of the show, on October 19th. Violence spread through the capital, the Presidential Guard rebelled, and the general finally surrendered on the 20th. This didn't put a total end to the violence or the unrest, but new elections did follow in December, and they were one of the freest elections that Guatemala had seen in decades. A new constitution was drafted in 1945. This constitutional rule lasted for just less than a decade. Before President Jacobo Arbenz was elected in 1951, and he had been part of the revolution, he instituted a lot of land reforms, including redistributed a lot of that unused land that United Fruit Company had been buying up. The United States didn't like that. The United States was also threatened by the fact that he legalized the Communist Party in Guatemala. So, so the CIA helped overthrow the democratically elected government of Guatemala in 1954. 
Thanks to Eve's Jeff Cope for her research work on today's podcast and to Tari Harrison for her audio work on this show. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a political purge. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.